Hello, I'm Francine, host of Coping to Care, a podcast series sponsored by Blue Sea Care that features guests who share their expertise and life experiences to empower our loved ones in our community. Our aim is to serve as a friendly resource for seniors and their families. I'd like to begin by introducing book authors Ruthie Marlinet and Liz Gonzalez, a UCLA Extension Writers Program instructor. Ruthie's book, Curse of the Ninth, was published earlier this year by White O Publishing, and it's a tale inspired by real and imagined events. Welcome, Ruthie and Liz. Hi. Hi, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for inviting us. Great, I'm, I'm happy to have you both. Ruthie will begin by sharing about her journey and the therapeutic benefits of writing. Then we'll chat with Liz about her books key tips she shares with aspiring writers and the organization she founded to promote literacy. So with Ruthie, let's begin by talking about writing and what it's all about for you. Can you share a little bit for us? Sure, I'd love to. Um, what writing is for me is, um, it's therapeutic, it's cathartic, it's a way that I can uh, use my imagination, be creative, and I, what I do is I use life experiences, uh, which include family and world history, um, as sources for my writing. Um, you can take a real life experience, and, then, and all you have to do is ask yourself, what would it be like if I changed this or that, or if the story took a different turn? Uh, so... And examples that I can give from the book that I wrote, Curse of the Ninth, it, it dealt with a lot of uh, d um, sadness, loneliness, depression, things that we might experience. A uh, little boy goes through the death of his father. He goes through the Great Depression, World War II, etc., financial ruin. And so I'm able to find a resolution that makes sense and will leave the reader with a satisfied um and lead them, make them satisfied on their journey. Mm -hmm. So, and and then as a writer, whether I'm writing fiction or nonfiction, I feel like it's my duty to really get to know my characters. Um, and it's when you walk in somebody else's shoes that you gain some empathy, and uh, while you learn about your character's motivation as well. So. Yeah. And you also talked about earlier when I was um, getting a little background about how if you go on a walk or you do something, it inspires your writing, all the senses. Right. Uh, writing isn't just about sitting down at the computer. You know, I can I, I think we talked earlier, too, about how I can escape into my writing and hours go by and and uh, I don't have to see what been on the news or anything like that, but I do need to get out and go for a walk. And you need to use all of your senses in order to have that your reader go on that walk with you. So you need to look out and see the trees, the leaves, you hear the birds, what, what are you smelling, what are you feeling under your feet, uh, is it hot, is it cold? So all of those sense, uh, senses, uh, I come back to my computer and I'm able to elaborate more and it's it's interesting how everything that I see and feel and hear out there so easily goes into what I'm writing at the moment. It's nice how it translates onto paper. Now you've written poems and you've written other books. Um, 
Can you talk about some of those other books and the poems and how they were inspired? I wrote uh, a book a while back, Isabella's Island, and it was also written and inspired by real events. And um, no, I didn't really kill anybody. I mean, but it, it, I wrote it so well, I suppose, that you could think that I did. But um, it was inspired by real events and friendships and just uh, the life that I was, things that were happening at the time for me. And then the poetry, I've written a few poems and had some um, pieces published. I've also written short stories. Uh, I've, um, those are a little bit more personal. I like to write fiction. Sometimes it's uncomfortable um, writing uh, the poetry. I've also been in workshops, which is where I, I met Liz on an online uh, program over at UCLA. So when you're in workshops, you are also, a lot of times you're given prompts uh, and, and you can take it from there, take your writing from there. And that's, so that's always a lot of fun. Great. Now, I'm sure there are pain points with any create, creative endeavor. So what do you enjoy most and what do you enjoy least about writing? Like, like I mentioned before, I really enjoy the creativity side of it. Uh, even if I'm only stringing a couple of words together, two or three words, I, I feel like I've accomplished something creative. Uh, I also enjoy escaping into another world, you know, it, it, fantasy, I guess. I mean, I grew up reading like James and the Giant Peach, Charlotte's Web, um, things like that, that, that let me be somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I I like to write scenes or stories where I'm in control of the outcome or uh, of the journey, um, unless of course my muse is telling me to do something differently. So yeah, I get lost in my writing, um, especially nowadays, uh, which is a good thing. I have some place to go, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. So what I like least about writing. Mm -hmm. is that I run out of time. My head is just swimming with ideas, and then when I dive into bed at night, it, my head doesn't take a break. It's like, it's time to go to sleep, and it just keeps going. Wow. That's not nice. Maybe you can dream about the next chapter, and then when you wake up, it's there. Yeah. And that happens. That happens. I don't know how it happens. Uh, uh, the jury is out when I'm asleep, and I wake up, and I've got, I've got the next scene. It's that that is the magic part of writing. That sounds sounds very interesting. Now, what are you working on now? So right now, I am getting ready to work on some edit editing uh, from my uh, editor over at Touchpoint Press. I have a book coming out, Agave Blues. Uh, it's with Touchpoint Press, like I mentioned, it's coming out in 2021. So it's about a young uh, attorney with a daughter. Um, she gets the call to go back to her agave roots, uh, Mexico, and while she's there, she finds out that she's inherited a tequila farm. So, if you you can imagine if you mix together a little bit of family drama, a little tequila, you're going to come up with a hell of a cocktail. So, and uh, in the meanwhile, I'm also working on a sequel to Curse of the Ninth. Curse of the Ninth. I'm sorry which is called And Still Your Voice. So 
In the meanwhile, I'm also polishing up a few short stories and some poetry. I'm, I'm, I enjoy the different genres. It keeps, it keeps me busy. And, and like you mentioned earlier, Francine, about um, I'm at a time in my life where I can, I can do this all day and night, and I don't have to worry about getting up with the babies or the, um, you know, worrying about the jobs right now. I mean, I, the jobs are gone right now. Uh, we're all in this kind of um, purgatory. Well, I don't want to say limbo that. Limbo state. Limbo, limbo, not purgatory. So, uh, so I'm taking advantage of this opportunity to just really devote myself to the to my writing. That's great. It's 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 true that for a lot of creative people, this is just an opportunity. So wonderful. Blue Sea Care provides comprehensive care management to seniors and their families. Services include complete physical care for seniors who want to maintain their independence and state of health. The caregiving is combined with Art to Wellness, a program which uses the therapeutic benefits of the arts to assist with cognitive care for seniors. You can learn more about Blue Sea Care's programs at www.blueseacare.com. Now, Liz, you are the author of Dancing in the Santa Ana Winds, Poems, Equentos, New and Selected, and Other Poetry, Fiction, and Creative Nonfiction. Can you share about what inspires you to write? Yes. Uh, thank you for having me. Can you hear me okay? Yes, absolutely. Oh, good. Um, well, a lot inspires me to write. Um, I'm inspired because I enjoy expressing myself in writing. It's calming and healing, and it focuses me and puts me in the moment. I enjoy writing about places, experiences, and people that are significant to me. Uh, it's a way to make sense of what's on my mind and find out what I know on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And what it also inspires me are my two uh, projects that I have right now. I have a burning desire to share unheard stories about the experiences and contributions of Mexican Americans and Mexican immigrants in the United States. Stories that aren't part of the narrative of what it is to be an American. Oh, very interesting. Now, as an instructor for UCLA's Extension Writers Program, uh, what are some basic tips that you teach for aspiring writers who want to use writing as a creative outlet, especially now? Um, well, two tips that I think are very important, and they actually go hand in hand, is to write whatever you want without a censor or an editor. You have to let yourself get it all out, whether you type it up or you handwrite it. You want to make sure that you get it all out. Nobody has to see it. And actually, it's best if you don't share your early pages with anyone, not your best friend or your romantic partner. Just get it all out on the page. You can destroy it if you'd like 
but I hope you don't because you've got some gems there that you can turn into possibly several pieces, definitely at least one. And an effective way to achieve this type of writing is to do what's called free writing. And that's where you write without stopping for at least 15 minutes. The point is to get all your ideas down. You're not worrying about an audience. You're not writing for an audience. You're just like letting it go. And so you don't stop to make corrections. You don't worry if you end up writing uh, if about a different topic. Just keep writing and get it all out. And that's the best way because if you are busy correcting yourself or, oh, you know, I don't want anybody to know about this. I don't want anybody to know about that. Then you're blocking yourself and you're, you're holding up your creative flow. And so just remember, you can destroy it when you're done. You don't have to hold on to it. But again, like I said, you'll have several gems there. Oh, that's, that's some great advice. And then you can just fine tune it later. Just get it out, just dump it all on paper. Great. Now you founded Uptown Word and Arts to promote literacy. Can you tell us all about this and how some of these workshops would be helpful to seniors, especially the creative journaling part? Um, well, the uh, Uptown Word and Arts, I live in North Long Beach and there wasn't anything happening with the arts here. And so in order to foster the arts here in North Long Beach, I started Uptown Word and Arts with my spouse and we had a DJ who was my spouse. We had some uh, fine writers, some who were already well known and, and doing well, and some who've gone on and, and have become award, award winning nationally and internationally renowned writers known themselves. And uh, we would have poetry, creative nonfiction and fiction writers. Sometimes we'd have live music. I would get a uh, local uh, artists to share their work and and uh, to we would have exhibits and all of this would be in a happening in in an event a, a literary arts event and then we also went to other parts of the um, of Southern California and I just have different kinds of workshops and and I hold workshops. I've collaborated with other organizations and people to give workshops to children and different types of workshops. Um, a few of the workshops are leave the audience wanting more and that's to develop your public reading skills and gain confidence to share your work in front of an audience. Cuento poems which are taking uh, just a one scene, just like a postcard where it's just a snapshot of an experience, a memory, and turn it into a narrative poem that resonates, just a short narrative poem. Um, and what, thinking of uh, the seniors, I really love, I teach, a, a lead the workshop, keeping your family stories, keeping your own. And I think it's so important for seniors to uh, to make sure that they start recording their their stories because they're going to be gone when 
they leave this earth. So no matter how insi insignificant someone thinks their story might be, their stories matter. And this can be done through creative journaling. Creative journaling, you can use, um, I use images, I, I, I'm not an artist by any means, but I like to use pen, colored pencils, colored pens, colored markers, and I just have fun because, again, my journal is not for anybody. It's not for anybody's entertainment. I don't share it with anybody. I use different colors of paper that I will glue on, or sometimes I find an image that I really love and I put it on there. Sometimes I um, will find a quote that I really love. And creative journaling can also be done with writing about writing a memory, whether it's through a cuento poem or just writing, free writing a memory, and then you can draw around it, maybe draw something like, for example, you might remember a tree in your at your school that you used to hang out underneath with your friends and so you might want to draw the tree so mm -hmm. you know it's just it's it's a good way to have fun and just let yourself go you don't have to write about experiences that that are heartbreaking or that that give make you uncomfortable you can write about good experiences and actually for me my father died when i was 3 and I, it was, you know, there I went through some challenging times, but yet at the same time, I had some good times. And so I made a promise to myself that I would write about the things that gave me joy. So that would, in memories that gave me joy, so that would help me to see. And, you know, once you start writing, the memories come. And that would help me to, to see, it, have a more well-rounded view of my personal history very very nice very interesting now speaking of uh quotes and um different things that you really enjoy do you have any kind of quotes or sayings that you would like to leave us with uh for both of you do you have any okay. sayings or quotes and i should have um told you before but um if you don't have any that's fine you can just you know leave us with the final tip as we close this conversation, Liz. No, I don't. I don't have anything except to just don't fear writing. Just write. You're not supposed to be trying to win the Pulitzer. You're getting your ideas down. That's good. How about I, you? I echo Liz. That's what I was going to say. Actually, I was just going to say if you want to write. Just do it. Open up the computer or get a pen and paper. Find something to write with and, and just do it. Do not censor yourself. Just go. Have fun with it. Nobody's going to see it unless you want them to. And uh, enjoy. Sounds great. Thank you so much, both of you. I really, I really enjoyed this. And then, Liz, maybe we'll add a link to your website so that people can attend some of your workshops. And I work with Blue Sea Care, and they have an art to wellness program that includes reading, writing, music, and the arts. So maybe somehow they can partner with you and the seniors who create their art pieces can maybe participate in a little exhibit with you. 
um, in the future, in the near future, because they're in Seal Beach and you're in Long Beach, so it sounds like mm -hmm. this might work. I'm yeah. nearby, yes. That's Thank you. Right. That would be great. Okay, great. Wonderful. We'll be in touch. Well, thanks and have a great evening, both of you. Thank you so much for having All us. Right. Sure. And then Curse of the Ninth. Don't miss Ruthie's book, Curse of the Ninth. Great available, entertainment. Available wherever books are sold. Uh, that's including Amazon.com. All right. Take care, both of you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.